All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show. Let me recommend before we get going on this podcast. On Movie Mike's movie podcast, Lou Diamond Phillips is on. It's so cool. Did you listen to it? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I love it, dude. It's like he talks about La Bamba so much. I know he's got a movie coming out, but like he talks about La Bamba. It's amazing. You would know him best as playing Richie Valens in the movie La Bamba. He also talked about how he kept the guitar he used in the movie, even though he actually never learned how to play it. Here's a clip. I still don't play the guitar. I had to learn all of the fingering just for the uh, for the film, uh, and it was stupid of me. I didn't I didn't pick it up. I should have picked it up afterwards, <laughs> but I did. Moved on to other things, you know. But it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I, I kept the uh, green guitar. Was that cool, Mike? It was awesome. Was that a fun one for you? It was so cool. Just being able to ask him every question I had about the movie, and yeah, he was awesome. Were you nervous before that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He got on the line. He started talking. I was like, oh, crap. I'm really talking to him. Amazing. Uh, also on Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks, Eric Decker is on. He played football with the Broncos, Jets, and Titans. And he talks about playing with Tom Brady. And he talks about playing with Peyton Manning. Did he play with Tom Brady? I don't think he did. He says like Tom Brady. Maybe he played against He played with Peyton Manning. What? Against him, yeah, uh, I was gonna say he's Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. But now uh, he's retired from football and he's helping his wife Jesse run their women's clothing store, Kittenish. But check out Movie Mike's movie podcast and talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks. Hey, I saw a note here, Morgan, that some guy was following you while you were walking your dog. Yeah, I was at the park and I felt like somebody was following me, and I turned around and there was a guy probably. I don't know, 500 feet from me, and he was just kind of standing there, and I was like, that's kind of weird. Was he staring at you? Yeah, like, he was kind of, like, looking over, and then he'd, like, look back, and he wasn't with himself. He wasn't with a dog. He was just by himself, and I was like, this is a little strange in the area that I was in, and so I started walking again, and he started to follow me, and I was like, okay, so I, like, jumped on the phone, like, pretended like I was on a phone call to see if he was still watching me, and he was. He was getting increasingly closer. And then I just like put down the phone and I just started like jogging with my dog and he like slowly backed away. And I was like, that could have been really bad had I not been paying attention. Do you think he was following you? I do. I don't know what for. I don't know if he was like, you know, maybe he was working up the courage to say hi or maybe he wanted to talk uh, to my dog. Maybe he was. Maybe it was a dude. It's the thing about being a dude trying to find how to talk to a girl. It, it's either really creepy <laughs> if you get caught because there will be times you're a dude, you're working at the gym, you use all the mirrors to like <laughs> watch somebody that you you're interested in. I was like 23, 24 years old. And you, but they'd see you and they think you're a creep because you were looking through different mirrors to Yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, no one? Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ray, you still going to the gym? Uh no, not since the pandemic. We uh we do our we have rooms at our apartment complex where you can go in and you pretty much rent them out. There's nobody else in there. It's just me and my wife. But you do work out still? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't have access to, like, a barbell. I don't have access to hundreds and hundreds of pounds. So, I mean, I'm doing very lightweight now. Are you still pretty jacked up or no? Pretty much, yeah. I'm trying to get a lot more cut. It used to be about uh, kind of giving that, yeah, tree trunk look. But now I'm getting – it's called svelte, S-V-E-L-T. It's just that look, like, thinned out. What we're doing, Kayla and I have, we have a TV in our, our – place in our house we work out and we do the um beach body yeah it's just an app we i think her listen i'm gonna be honest here i think her sister has a subscription and we use her sister's subscription <laughs> i'm not sure all maybe caitlin has a subscription i don't know all i know though is that we do it and it's called muscle burns fat there's like 10 programs and we do muscle burns fat it's like 30 minutes pretty good we do it like four times a week are you following the diet too or are you just doing the workouts no i eat okay um, I kind of given myself a little bit of grace the last few months. I have this episode of Breaking Bobby Bones this week where I'm out on a boat in San Francisco. 
I think maybe a shrimp boat. Mm. Oh, cool. I think. Um, and then next week I'm climbing trees, uh, really tall trees in California, like cleaning off the top Ooh, of them. Redwood trees? Um, and basically a tree stand, but going up hundreds of feet. So after these two episodes, that's when I'm going to start to get in wedding shape. Right. But I've given myself till the next couple of weeks, but I gave it to myself in January. So I stay, I always eat pretty healthy anyway. I'm kind of, but man, when I go hard, I go hard. I'll eat a whole cake. <laughs> I eat a whole cake. And I have no problem with it. I love sugar so much. It's my favorite. I love sugar. I love sugar in the morning. I love sugar in the evening. I love sugar at supper time. Um, Caitlin got me a cake for something we were celebrating yesterday. And then we had one piece, but I knew I would eat it all. So we brought the whole cake over to Sashira today, Amy's daughter, to yes. take home. It's a good looking so, cake, huh? I know. Hey, and I have on more jean pa- jean sweats today. <laughs> this is awesome. A different color. Mm-hmm. But don't they look real? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to show everyone? And these are smaller, though, Amy. So you went the size. I went small. Yeah. yeah. Because the other ones were pretty baggy. Medium. The other ones are me- Hey, relax. The other ones are medium. Oh. Yeah, those are better. Are you still saying I could do this extra small? <laughs> I think you could still go down another size <laughs> because, like, if they were normal sweatpants, <laughs> then those would be fine. But the fact that you want them to look like jeans, like, your jeans are pretty tight. How about this? Do you like these? Yeah. I love those. Dude, it's amazing. So funny. Do they make those for girls? Oh. They even have, like, fake-looking jean pockets. Yeah, I was wearing them today. Caitlin goes, wait, are those holes in the sweats or are those drawn on? But they're pretty legit, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well head- done. Put my headphones back on. Thank you. I've worn them the last two days. Even when our CEO was in yesterday, you know, I didn't want to get too dressed up, <laughs> so I wore my jean sweats. Did he notice them? No. I sat behind the desk the whole time. Smart. So, um, what do I want to talk about now? There was a guy in Montana who was sentenced for shining a laser pointer at a plane that was landing. I don't understand what you get from this, right? Like, what's... I don't understand what he was searching for doing it. You're just being mean, That's right? my, that's like, my you're point. You're just being like, malicious. What, it's not cool. What are you getting from it? Like, if you knock a mailbox down, maybe that's fun, right? Like, you get to... You shouldn't, but I'm saying maybe if you're 17, you're driving around, maybe that's fun to hit a... Like, you feel fun to do it. Don't. But, I, like, is it... Does it feel fun to... I guess. I don't know. Shine a laser pin into a plane that you could get into the guy's eye and crash the plane, everybody die. It's like all, it's like it's all selfish stuff. Like it's all like, okay, cool, that makes you feel good, but you gotta think, like even the mailbox, you gotta think somebody's gonna fix it. Like not you. Yeah, but when you're a seventeen year old kid, you don't worry about that. I get but, it. but at least nobody's gonna <laughs> die in the mailbox. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So a man accused of shining a laser pointer at landing planes in Montana has narrowly escaped jail time, will instead serve several years of probation. He was previously facing over a year in prison. He has been accused of pointing a laser at the cockpit of a SkyWest flight as it approached on uh, March 3, 2020. The laser reportedly hit the cockpit directly, causing it to light up. The plane landed safely, no injuries. He has uh, severe sentence, on and on and on. That's, yeah. I just don't, again, for me, I'm like, okay, people do dumb stuff, but sometimes there's some joy they get in it. I just don't understand what the laser pin would do, unless you were the buddy showing off. Like, watch this. Imagine the guy's by himself doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frank can't even, like, <laughs> like what's- brag about it. Uh, they did a study to find the cutest dog breeds. Chihuahuas. Ooh, what are they? No, you Chihuahua think chihuahuas are cute? Is, no. So cute. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Not for me. I will say this, that Dan and Abby, Dan Smyers from Dan and Shay and Abby Smyers, they have adopted the 16-year-old chihuahua because it has struggled all its life. And it's old. And they are, I guess Caitlin was talking to Abby last night, that chihuahua stays in like a, a scarf. The chihuahua doesn't move around a whole lot because it's 16 Aww. years old. But finally has like love for the first time. 
And so, and it's, it, you can tell it's really old. But if you go to Abby Smyers' Instagram, okay. you'll see this chihuahua. Did you see it? Yeah. They adopted? It kind of has a weird looking face, but it's just <laughs> it's really old. It's tiny. Yeah. And like Abby hand feeds it, and then Dan plays guitar to it. It's the cutest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, she said when Dan writes, he'll just put it in the scarf and the dog just chills. That's uh. so cute. 16-year-old tiny chihuahua. They love, I mean, I love dogs, but they love dogs. Like, they dedicate their life to dogs. Um, a study found the overall cutest dog breeds. I mean, I, we'd play the feud for this, but some of these I don't even know. Oh. Like, I don't think Eddie's going to go, Irish Water Spaniel. <laughs> no, I don't even know what that is. Never heard of it. Uh, Golden Retriever at 10. Golden retrievers are, are are classic, trustworthy dogs to me. I don't know that I see a golden retriever unless it's a puppy, but all puppies are cute, and go, that's a cute dog. I love golden retrievers, but it, to me, is like the standard great dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Airbud. It's just a good dog. Yeah, Airbud. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, a St. Bernard. Now, that's a cute dog. Oh, is Even that big? Beethoven? That's Beethoven. Beethoven. Yeah. big, big. St. Bernard's are awesome. A Rottweiler at eight. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't go cute, cute on Rottweiler. Oh, I do. I think once you have one, I I had one for ten years, and I don't have one. I don't have her anymore because she passed away. But anytime I see a Rottweiler, I can't help but love it. If we had a relationship with it, I would say it's like a name, right? Like if you knew somebody named <sighs> Nancy that was awesome, you're like Nancy's rock. <laughs> I know. But if you knew somebody named that named Nancy was a real uh, piece of work, yeah. True. And all puppies are cute, by the way. So don't send me puppy pictures being like, I told you. Oh, yeah. No. Um, Jack Russell, too small for me. Jack Russell. Those little dogs. Jack Russell Terrier. Yappers. Are a yappy dog. Not really for me being on the cute. Do you guys think Jack Russells are cute? Fine. I don't really know yeah. those. A Samoyed. I don't know what that is. Samoyed. A Basset Hound. Count me in. So cute. Oh, those are so cute. The one with the big ears. A Basset Hound. Those things are amazing. Uh, Labrador at four. Much the like the Golden Retriever, Labs are awesome. Labs are Maybe cool. pound for pound the best dog. Um, a Wire Fox Terrier at three. Irish Water Spaniel at two. And number one is a, is a dog we all know. Number one, the cutest dog is? Pug. No. A bulldog. Pugs are, here's the thing about pugs and bulldogs. <laughs> Poodle. If you love pugs and bulldogs, you really love pugs and bulldogs. But some people think they're so ugly. Oh, yeah. oh they're so cute. So that, that select few that thinks are so ugly kind of bring those down. Because I listen, Stanley is a bulldog. You do get no bolder than him. But some people just don't like bulldogs. They're like, eh, his face is disgusting. But he's dang cute. To me. But I think it's only a face a dad could like sometimes. <laughs> uh, um, did we already say like a doodle? It's a Dalmatian. Poodle? Yeah. It's a Dalmatian. Dalmatians to me are pretty standard looking dogs, except for the spots. I think they're cute. And I hate any of these dogs not feeling love because I love dogs. Mm. So if you're an Irish water spaniel, there's no disrespect. No, no disrespect meant. Um, speaking of dogs, and I'll tell a story tomorrow morning on the show, but I was talking with um, Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, and he was like, I'm not scared. Of, there's never been a dog that scared me. He was like, I can connect with dogs. And he doesn't train dogs. He trains humans to train dogs. He connects with dogs. And then that's what he was telling me. He trains humans Aww. to train with dogs. So he can go into like a junkyard and jump the fence and then be like, hey, settle down, Rottweiler. I don't, I'm not sure his... We can probably because you know I'm sure that dog will. No, no, he's not scared of that dog. No, I think that there are some people that have a gift where dogs, like any dog, just sees them as an alpha and they respect and sees them as in maybe how they have their posture, Mm -hmm. how they talk to them. But imagine humans. There are some humans you meet that you automatically take a liking to because of their personality 
or because of how right. warm they are immediately. Some people's body language, you're just like, you just want to be their friend. You know them for five seconds, you're like, I love them. I would imagine that's the same in that world, although I really don't know. <laughs> You're just trying to figure it out. But I would think that it's kind of the same thing. But I, I would probably, we could probably get him on the show eventually if you guys want. That'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, that'd huh? be awesome. Um, okay, I think that's going to be it for now. Thank you guys for checking this out. And uh, the podcast of the show starts to starts now. And if you guys wouldn't mind, go, and I'm at, you don't have to do it, but it would be so cool if you would go over to our comments, like where you listen to this podcast. Rate us all the stars. That would be five, five stars. And then write a comment about the show that was nice. Yeah, nice comment. Thank you. We'd really appreciate that. We, hey, we need it right now. i be honest with you. We need it. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Hello, friends, and welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Over on the phones right now, let's go over and talk to Sandra in Oklahoma. This is in regards to Eddie eating that entire wasabi ball. Hey, Sandra, what happened to you? <laughs> My husband and I went to Tulsa, and we found a sushi place that did, like, deconstructed sushi bowls. And so we're watching TV while we're eating this bowl, and he just you know, got his chopsticks. He ended up eating the entire ball of wasabi. And, of course, we laughed, and it was all fun and games. And then... Accidentally, though, later, right? He like really he, didn't, he accidentally, yeah, accidentally ate it. Yeah, got it. Yes, absolutely accidentally. And he just started getting really sick. And the next morning, had to have emergency surgery to have his gallbladder removed. Whoa. Oh. Because of the wasabi ball, or was there something already happening with him? No, he had had no issues before that. The doctor couldn't say, you know, that absolutely that's what caused it. But he said it's possible. Eddie, you okay? I'm good, man. I'm telling you, it was about an hour and a half after I <laughs> ate it where my stomach was trying to reject it. It didn't. It passed through. You know, they say, like, I saw a lot of comments come down and be like, oh, careful, the morning's going to be really bad. That never happened. So I think yeah, I'm good. His, he really started feeling sick about two hours afterwards. I mean, yeah. he really just he started having cramping. He just started feeling sick. But we ended up having to take him to the emergency room. He had to have a gallbladder removed. That stinks. Wow. Is he okay now? Oh, yeah, perfectly fine. No, no more wasabi. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Sandra, I appreciate the call. Hope you have a great day. You too. Have a great one. Bye-bye. That, what are the odds? That game. I don't that like a, it. I've lost it badly before. It's a dumb game. Or I had to jump in the pool in winter, smash cake in my face. <laughs> Kayla made this big scenario, and she's like, okay, what are the odds if you lose? And she was, one, two, three, we both picked the same number, and I was like, oh. Do you ever play what are the odds? I've never played. Would you like to play? What are, what are we, for what? Well, you and I will play What Are the Odds? And how I go, I go, I go one, two, three, and you get to pick any number one through ten. So far, it sounds awful, though. Well, most times you don't lose. It's like you only have a 10% chance of losing. It's like, what are the odds I'm going to lose? Okay. Well, <laughs> we don't talk about the ones that you lose. You talk about the ones you win. Right. It's like gambling, except I have been winning a lot. <laughs> Attaboy. Yeah. Um, so you play What Are the Odds, okay? Mm-hmm. For example, what's a good What Are the Odds we can do with Amy? What are the What are the odds we go, do you like mayonnaise? Yeah. Ugh. Olives. She hates olives. I oh. hate olives. I can't. No. What, I'll Okay, no, but, but what I'll are vomit. the what are the odds you eat one of those small jars of olives? None ever. No, 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 no. No, you, you don't understand. Amy, Amy. You have to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pick a number one through ten when he says one, two, three. And, and I go one, two, three, and if we say the same number, then you have to eat it. But number. I'm telling you, I can't. I physically could not you eat won't, a jar You won't of guess olives. it, Amy. But okay, all right. Are you gonna well, okay, we'll but do this. We won't say a whole jar. Olive? We'll say ten olives. Two would be... Ten olives. Ten? Come on, Amy, you got what this. What color? Which one's better? Green. 
The green's better, okay, for sure. Green on, 10 green olives, okay? okay? What are the odds? So okay. I'll, I'll go one, two, three, and then you yell a number. Now I'm going to try to figure out the number you're going to say. Oh, my. Okay, don't. Don't read into <laughs> my head. Let me look in there. <laughs> yeah, put your hands where it covers that. Okay, ready? Oh, so we say it at the same time? So I'll go one, two, three, okay. and say it at the same time. Ready? One, two, three, Five. eight. Yes. Oh. yes, yes, game over. That's yeah, fun. That's it. Okay, wow, fun times. Not see, pl- I'm not playing again. Don't even. But I do not want. But you can do one with Bobby. No, because he hates. the more we do it, the, what are the odds? I'll do a spoon of mayonnaise, a whole spoonful, and I hate mayonnaise. I'll vomit. My brain's do out. It. Okay, just just to be even. Okay. Okay. You thinking of a number? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. When do we say it? I'll go one, two, three, and we say it. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, ten. Oh. oh, what are the odds? <sighs> I love saying that right after. <laughs> You're just yelling, what are the odds? <laughs> well, because it's like, we, we didn't do it. It's like, what are the odds? Okay. All right, I feel like, But now my juices are flowing. We got to, what are the odds then? Uh, okay. Let's do Reagan in Chicago, who's on the phone right now. Reagan, how are you? Thank you for calling this morning. Good morning, studio. Morning. Um, my husband and I are on a road trip, and he's making me listen to 10 hours of uninterrupted Bobby Bone show. Hey, come on. That's what we yeah. like. Wait, why are you sad? Wait a minute. Hold on. Reagan, you must listen to the show if you know how to call and say good morning, studio. But you sound upset that you're being forced to listen to our show. Okay. Right before I came on, he was like, okay, babe, listen. When they get on there, you have to say good morning, studio. And he made me practice like two or three times with him. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So you don't really listen to the show that often? So I'm not a big, like, I'm like a, I have my music on my phone I listen to. Yeah. But on the way, so we're originally from the Chicago area. And so we're visiting down in Nashville, um, decorating a house for someone. And so on the way down here, we listened to five hours. And I was like, okay, five is fine. Um, and then this morning as we were loading up the car, he was like, oh, I cannot wait to listen to some Bobby Bones this morning. And yeah. I was like, okay, bud, listen, what's the time frame? What are we talking about? Because I can't do 10 hours. And he was like, oh, I have like 15 episodes to catch up on. Nice. And I was like, mm-mm. We'll split it mm-hmm. up with episodes of the Bobby cast, my music <laughs> podcast. There we go. I can do that. Well, Reagan, I appreciate you sitting through this. I don't like to listen to 30 minutes of me. So the fact that you, you're doing five hours a day like that, you are um, a supportive wife. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. 100%. What's his name? Let's shout him out here. His name's Caleb. Caleb, from us to you. We love you, buddy. All right, Reagan, you guys be safe on your drive, okay? Hello? Hey. Oh, Caleb. Caleb. He's like, I'm not going to miss out on this. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. We're talking to Reagan, how she doesn't like our show that much. But you know what? You stay true to us, and we appreciate that. Oh, I always stay true. I'll make her like you, whether she wants to or not. <laughs> well, we love that. Hey, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to get you some Pimp and Joyce. We'll get you like a sweatshirt for you and for her, okay? Oh, that would be awesome. Thank hey, you so much. Appreciate love you, guys. Love your show. Thank you for spreading the word, bud. See you later. Of course. Don't hang up. Whatever you do, don't hang up. I'll play you the part of the song where the artist talks. Okay? You just have to name the song. Write your answers down. Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie. First one's pretty easy, but I need you to name the song, not the artist. Is this all Sam Hunt? It is not all Sam Hunt. But if you do name the artist to show off a little bit and you miss it, even though you get the song right, you miss it. (laughs) Love it. You can't miss any of it. (laughs) No bonus points. No bonus points. All right, here you go. Number one. Hey, girl. 
Oh, now. Oh, boy. This is a hint. This is the example. That's the example. That's the, no, that is the song. Oh, oh my goodness. What song is that? Here you go. Hey, girl. Oh. Oh, now. That's the same person? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I guess if you all three miss it, it won't count. Oh, my gosh. Guys, let's miss it. I don't know it. Hold on. No, you got everybody that looking. A... I got nothing. I got it. I'm in. Eddie. Oh, this is terrible, guys. What do you have, Eddie? My kind of night. What's wrong? I thought we said the person. No, no the song. song. Oh, oh, really? The person, Amy? <laughs> that was the whole thing I just said. You can say the person if you want, but if you miss that, you're out, even if you get the song right. All right, Lunchbox. Catfish dinner. No. That's, that's it. The same that's song. it. That's the same song Eddie no, said. No, that's not the song. That's wrong. But it's wrong. Oh. What'd you have? Live Luke Bryan, but uh, now oh, I get it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. You but all I, missed it. Okay. Woo! It's Country oh, Girl Shake It, it for me. Yeah, this is going to be hard. Oh. I thought that would be the easiest one. Okay. Okay, oh great. Awesome. Oh, now. All right, next up. When I first saw you, I saw love. And the first time you touched me, I felt love. Amy takes her headphones off, tries to hum yeah, it out. I, I tried that too, Amy. It didn't work. When I first saw you. <laughs> Look at what you we're just going to play who gets the most points. Yeah, I'm in. We can't do Eliminator style on this. And the first time you touched me. <laughs> okay, I'm in. I got it. You go through the whole song? I did. Okay. Get till I got to the chorus. All right, three seconds, guys. Oh, I'm in for the win. Lunchbox? Looks like we made it. Eddie? You're still the one. <sighs> Amy? Still the one. You're still the one I've Is it your? I mean, I have the written, you're still the one. The answer is, you're still the one. Oh, yeah! yeah! You had it though, but you just didn't. I know. I kind of felt like she went like, "You're still the one." All right, next up, see if you can name this one. Turn it up, song. <laughs> Hi, right, boy. This is her favorite song. You know that, right? So we play it good and loud. She might get up and dance me in. Oh, oh, oh. Amy's confused right Turn now. Song. Here it is again. All right, I'm All right, in. boy. This is her favorite song, you know that, right? So we play it good and loud. She might get up and dance me in. No, no, hold on. (laughs) Turn it up, song. (laughs) I love that, dude. All right, guys, need an answer. All right. Eddie? I have Honky Tonk Badonka Donk. Lunchbox? Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Amy? Honky Tonk Badonka Donk. The answer is Honky Tonk Badonka Donk. And shut my mouth, slap your grandma. Okay, let's try What in the world? I know. That's a great song. Here's the next one. You boys ever met a real country girl? Talking true blue. Out in the woods, down home. Country. I don't. You boys ever met a real country girl? Come on. Talking true blue. Out in the woods. Keeps going down home. He could have kept going too, huh? Blonde. Do they? Is that stuff they eyes. script out, or they're just in the studio and they're feeling it and Both. they're like, "Here we go." Sometimes they do it and it doesn't turn, get used. Turn that up. She's five seven. 
that's. Uh, All right, answer lunchbox. Shake it for me. Lunchbox. Oh, excuse me, Eddie. Yeah, uh, I have. Uh, she's country. Amy. Country girl. It's she's country, Jason. She's country. All right, Eddie's dominating this. <laughs> Let's Come do on. this one. Here you go. Make you wanna dance down it, baby. Ooh. Make you wanna dance down it, baby. Anything? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Make you wanna dance down it, baby. Okay. Got, got it. it. All right, lunchbox. Dirt on my boots. <laughs> no. Eddie. What? Sundays. Yeah, Florida Georgia Line Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Amy. Cruise. Uh, you had the band. I did. Let me give you a couple more. Eddie's run away with this one. Uh, how about this next one? Hello, baby. Yeah, this is the Big Bopper speaking. <laughs> Do I what? Will I what? Will I what? Hello, baby. Amy, you know what? Twist and shout. A twist what? and shout. Eddie. No, Chantilly Lace. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Chantilly. Chantilly Lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down. On, a wiggle and a walk and a wiggle and a talk. Come on. Makes the world go round, round, round. Ain't nothing in the world. Uh, how about this one right here? Turn it up. Oh. Yeah. Oh, come on, Amy. Sweet home, home Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> Sweet home Alabama, finally. <laughs> you do the Forrest Gump dance. Sweet home Alabama. Do the do number nine, then we'll wrap it up there. This is what a woman wants. Oh. Any man of mine. Who's bad have your boots been on? No. Any, any man of mine. <laughs> Eddie, you're the champ. Nice yeah, job, buddy. Play let's that song. Go. Come on. Lunchbox sent me a note last night. He goes, I'd like to spill the tea. What does that normally mean, Amy? It means you throw someone under the bus a little bit. You've got something on them, and you tell it to everybody else. I mean, what does it mean when Lunchbox says it? When Lunchbox says spill yeah. the tea, it just means he's going to rat Eddie out. <laughs> is that it? Uh, that is true, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Pretty much every single time. Let's spill the tea. Lunchbox, is this about Eddie? No, it's not about Eddie. Oh, oh thank you, Lunch. Shocker! Yeah. <laughs> little the twist per- here. Does the uh. person know you're spilling the tea on them? No, they do not. Okay. <laughs> of course they don't. <laughs> Who would you like to spill the tea on? Well, this person sits directly behind me in the glass room, and their name is Scuba Steve. Oh, oh wow. Scuba Steve to the microphone. Scuba Steve to the microphone. Scuba Steve to the microphone. This All right, what the you got? This might be the first time he's got? had tea spilled on So him. I was in the glass room after the show the other day, and I hear Scuba get a phone call. And I don't know if he has his speaker extra loud or whatever, but it is a woman on the other line. And she is saying, hi, this is so-and-so. And to let you know, I am a woman, not a man. So you don't need to be calling me a man. I'm a woman. You and hear I hear her say this? Yes, you can hear it loud and clear. I don't know if he has some, but he is getting chewed out because I don't know what happened, but Scuba called some woman a man, and she was letting him know she was not a man. What happened, Scuba? So to give you some context, our weekend shows, there's been some uh, personnel shifting going on, so there's some new people involved, and some new emails coming through to me as we're going through this transition. Who? What, 
It's like weekend personality, not us. No, it's our weekend shows, the Country Top 30 and Women of Our Heart Country. Yeah. So we have a new editor, that kind of stuff. Okay. And so I'm now privy to these emails coming through during the transition to make sure everything is smooth. So I get an email from somebody a couple different times. I like halfway read this person's name and assumed it was a guy. And so I wrote in an email where she or she said a bunch of like nice things. I was like, hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Pitts is a great guy. You know, we'll, we'll make sure you're taken care of in this process. Literally 30 seconds later, my phone rings <laughs> from L.A. And so I'm thinking it's someone, a friend of mine or someone I know from back in SoCal. And it's the, a lady answer or is on the phone and she goes, uh, hey, is this the world famous Scuba Steve? And I was like, yeah, hello. She goes, well, I just want to let you know that I'm not a man. <laughs> I was like, huh? She goes, yeah, you, we've been corresponding lately, and you just said, thanks, man, and I'm not a man. I want to let you know that. And I was like, oh. What did you say to that? I just awkwardly laughed because I didn't know how to respond to it. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just wasn't paying attention. A lot of things going on. I'm really busy right now. And then I just kind of pivoted, and I was like, oh, yeah, Sherman Oaks office used to be in there all the time. Do you know so-and-so and so-and-so? And trying to butter her up and not hate me. That's a, that's a bold move to call somebody oh, because of an yeah. email, right? Well, she probably could be in a position where, let's be honest, a lot of people that probably do what she does are men, and she wants you, you to know. thanks, man. Who, I know, can't you just email that? Like, hey, I'm a woman, by be, the way. She could be sensitive to the fact, and here he is assuming she's a man, and she's probably like... But I wasn't like, assuming, though. I was just rolling through my day so and what's, wasn't... Like, what's her name? Like, what, what? How, what confused well, you? Know. Because, like, if her name was Ryan, <laughs> I could see how that could be confused. Was it, a, or, was it a male name? Uh, when, I, when I actually took time to read through the whole name, it's a female name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I felt awful. It was like major foot and mouth. Yeah. This reminds me, on the very first episode <laughs> of the first season of The Office, it starts with the scene where Michael Scott is on a phone call, like, closing a deal. Here it is. Just wanted to talk to you manager on manager. All right, done deal. Thank you very much, sir. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. My mistake. <clears throat> that was a woman. She <laughs> <laughs> had a very low voice. <laughs> but what do we learn from this, Scuba? Everything's a teaching moment. Yeah, I need to uh, take the time to read through it and recognize who I'm speaking to because this person was a director as well. So they have, you know, they're pretty important in the company. I definitely want to know who it is when you get off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Nico Moon has written songs for Zach Brown Band, Rascal Flats, and many others. He talks about what it's like writing songs for other artists. When I write a song for somebody else, I almost try to become that person. I think about how they sing, like their their ways of doing melodies and the type of lyrics that they would say, and I just really try to get into their headspace. But when I write for myself, I'm just doing me. Blanco Brown opened up about his head-on motorcycle accident for the first time in an interview with Billboard. He remembers hearing the doctor's comment on him being close to death and admitted that he has good days and painful days, but tries to remain upbeat. Thomas Rhett talks about his mom trying his new tequila. My biggest test was on my mom. Uh, my mom is a devoted Boda Box wine drinker. That is her drink of choice. Does not mess around with tequila in the slightest. And uh, I said, Mom, I realize that you don't like tequila, but your son did just put out a tequila brand, so you're going to have to try it. And she tried it, and she said, now I could drink that. And I said, why? And she goes, because it's really, really smooth. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So Aaron Davis, he's from Tampa, Florida, and he's watching the news, you know, watching all the bad news coming from Texas, where everything's frozen and people are losing power. And he wanted to help, and he didn't know how. 
But so he just said, I'm just going to go down there and see what I can do. So he booked a flight to wow. Austin, Texas, hooked up with a church, started helping him donate water to houses and things like that. But I guess they gave him a chainsaw somewhere in there. And he's like, what do I do with this? And they said, go to this little town and go help them because they've had a lot of trees knocked over and they need help. So they gave him the name Tampa Chainsaw Man. <laughs> and uh, that's how he helped. He knew how to use a chainsaw, right? He did. He knew. Okay. How to, he scared yeah. me when he's like, "What do I do with this?" He meant like, "Which direction do I go with this chainsaw?" I already know how to use. Yeah. So he helped people with that, and he also donated ten thousand dollars of you know of his own money. Too, wow, so. that's a great story. It just reminds me whenever the tornado hit here. And Kayla and I had loaded up a bunch of stuff. We were taking it to churches. And they, and I said, hey, is there anything you need? And they were like, well, you can grab a chainsaw. And you can do this. And I was like, and I was what I was asking about that. I was Dude, like, you could have been Nashville no, Chainsaw no. Man. I was like, what do I do with this? That's what it was. <laughs> but I wasn't like, where do I go? I was like, you want me to do what with this? You're gonna do, I'm going to end up losing a foot if you want me out there. Or somebody's going to lose a foot. <laughs> well, that's where you and Aaron Davis are different. Yeah. Uh, that's a great story. Aaron Davis, shout out. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from West Newton, Pennsylvania. A 54-year-old man woke up and his truck wasn't out front and he called police. Hey, my pr- truck's been stolen. So they go looking for it and they find it burned up in the woods. They check the VIN number. They're like, oh, let me see your phone. They check his search history. How to set your car on fire and make it look like an accident was Googled <laughs> on his phone. Also, the fact that you just give them their phone, his yeah. phone. Here, look through everything. Go ahead. And you know there's incognito on Google. Do you guys use that? What is that? It just, what? You can search whatever you want, and it doesn't keep a log of it. And it also doesn't, because I don't want my ads affected by it. So if I search something, if I search Bear Grylls, I'm looking up his history when he's going to come on the show, I don't want to see every Bear Grylls ad. I love so Bear. Do, how do you get to incognito? Like? All the cheaters are like, mm. oh. Well, it's not like that. <laughs> why would it be a cheater watch, thing? It's Googling. If I hit Google, it says continue in incognito. And I go, yep, continue. Never seen that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Should have so. given this guy that info. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he got arrested with arson, false report, and risking a catastrophe. Well, I never heard of that charge. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. This proposal went viral on TikTok, got over 20 million views. It continues to go viral. It'll disappear and come back. But this guy, Anthony, took his girlfriend, Catherine. They go up on a flight. They're flying the plane. He is. But then he fakes saying there was something wrong and gets her to read from a checklist. And she's reading from the checklist. And that's when he proposes here. That's weird. Hold on. Can you grab the checklist from the side? Sorry, babe. We might have to land in the field. I'm not even kidding you. Initiate ring engagement process. Follow steps 11 to 14. Okay, got it. Both selector valve, both check. Oh, we're getting some response. You're lying. What's go on? Go on, please. I hate you. Hun? <laughs> can you please tell me, can you keep reading through the steps, hun? Will the pilot in command love the passenger forever? Check. Keep going, babe. Will you marry the pilot in command? Such an idiot. Is that a yes? I love you so much. Don't ever do that to me again. I'm so torn on this because (laughs) at first I'm like, oh no, I don't like this. They're up in an airplane. I feel like it'd be so traumatizing to think you're about to have to land in a field or crash and die. But then when you hear her crack and go, oh, then I'm like, 
It was worth it. <laughs> right. But because it is so viral and it's out there, like I'm looking at it, the perspective of I'm the wife of a pilot who I've also flown with him, who also does have to go through checklists for him. And I'm thinking of other women that or men that might be in the similar situation as the co-pilot and they're going through the checklist and like something really bad is happening. But you're like, waiting, nah, waiting for like the big surprise. <laughs> and then really there is engine failure. <laughs> I don't know. So you vote traumatizing. <laughs> I vote romantic. Eddie? Guys, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I love it. Like, I get a little emotional just hearing that clip. Maybe I'm just jealous my husband didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, I wouldn't have wanted that. I don't ever want to think I'm dying. Even if there's a big joke and a big prize on the other side of it, I never want to think I'm about to crash. Well, yeah, and my husband actually has had a mayday, so that would be yeah. really not advice. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm torn. Two votes romantic. Uh, one vote traumatizing lunchbox. I mean, it's great because she goes from the worst moment of her life where she thinks she's about to die in a plane crash to she has her forever that she's going to get married. It's great. Absolute home run. But then also when you're faced with death, then you kind of take life Ooh, by the horns. Maybe she just goes, so yes, what if we're not going to die, I'll do it. Like, <laughs> she, if they had been on the ground on any normal day, she maybe would have been like, oh, no, I don't know if I want to do this. But because she was fearing death, she's like... Exactly, um, yeah. good move. Well, I don't know. Maybe he had her on the face. He didn't know if she was going to say yes anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's really, I'll, it's, at Overall, first, it's awesome. I'm pulled toward traumatizing, but then he just nails it at the end. And I like, too, he has, he's like, keep reading, because he wants it recorded. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. That's good. That was good. Someone stole every single bottle from a wine store in Manhattan, around oh. 2,000 bottles. Dang. Which That's like a long time. Right, right. And it's over $300,000 in wine. But over 2,000 bottles, that's not one trip smash and grab. No. That's going back and forth, and the people around you also think you work there or something. Like, that's high-level stuff, right? Yeah, you'd have to have a lot of people, like a chain of people. Yeah, or like a forklift. But even then, <laughs> 2,000 bottles. That's, that's many forklifts. <laughs> wow. A Manhattan wine business was left high and dry after someone removed the store's inventory. 2,000 bottles valued at about $300,000. The owner told police Tuesday night that he was... Uh, come back into his place, and all the inventory was in place, came back, all gone. It's just a heavy operation to move all of those bottles. Which, by the way, we're going to do the Eddie wine bit. Oh, yes. Which Eddie claims he can taste expensive wine versus wine that doesn't cost a whole lot. I've only been drinking wine for about, I don't know, a year, maybe a year and a half. But you can already tell. I can tell you. We're going to do a a segment called Three Cheap, One Expensive. Hey, are they all red wines? Because yeah. that's all I drink. I yeah. don't drink white wine. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So here's, if you lose, you can pick which one of these. That oh, you, God. you get to pick your punishment here. If you lose, you can't drink for three months. Oh! 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 You know what kind of Woo! life I have, Bones. That's just That'll one. hurt. That's just one. Option two is you can't wear a hat in the studio for a week. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That's my point. Why? Why do you like that so because much? Because you are so self-conscious about that bald up there. <laughs> so why do you want him to suffer that way? Right? I want him to gain self-confidence. Oh, oh you're doing it for okay. him. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. it for him, not against him. Oh, thanks, Lunch. Okay. You're welcome. If you lose, you have to pay for all the wines that we used. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Plus, buy everyone a bottle of the expensive wine that we used. <laughs> Well, how much is it? Yeah, yeah. How much? He's not saying that. Not saying that. (laughs) And that could be up to a hundo. I could be more than that. Nah, he won't buy more. One of those. You said expensive, man. Well, thirty dollars is expensive. When do I have to make my decision, Bones? Let me know in the morning. Okay. And then we'll do it at the end of the week or early next week. (laughs) 
It's okay. It I'm you- telling you right now, one is out. If, I'm not. I'm not going to do one. If you could propose an even worse punishment, though, I'll, I'll give you tomorrow to do as well. No, you, can those, propose, you can propose your own punishments those, as well tomorrow. Those are pretty bad. I, I mean, I, I like. But there may be something entertaining about something else you bring to the show. Okay, I'll think about it. I'll tell you what. Tomorrow, you guys bring a punishment as well. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, we'll just see what happens. We'll we'll, we'll decide. Okay. Fine. But you're the. This is your idea for a bit. Yeah, because I can. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I can tell what's we'll good do it, and what's not. We'll do it Friday of this right. week. Okay. You feel good about it? Yeah, I feel great about it. Okay. And but and there'll be a substantial difference in the prices that I pay for them. Yes, and then what do I get to keep the wine? Is that my yeah, prize? Yeah, if you win, you keep the wine and you're called the, the greatest wine taster. I love it. In America. Good? Bueno. Okay. I was reading about this guy who survived in the water for 14 hours. He was clinging to a buoy after he fell. At what point do you think you would just give up? At what point do you think no one's ever coming for you? I don't know. I think that mentally you're supposed to not give up. And physically. Because so. if you do, you die. <laughs> <laughs> right. That seems like a very long time, though. A sailor who fell overboard in the South Pacific was narrowly saved mm. thanks to an abandoned buoy that was spotted in the distance. Wow. The guy's a 52-year-old supply ship engineer. He disappeared off, off of his boat between New Zealand and Pitcairn Island. For 14 hours, he clung on to this. I mean, this is like nightmare stuff for me to think about that. Remember that show? I, I never watched it. Maybe it was a movie of that couple who were just open water, and they were just in the open water trying to survive. Do you I remember that remember. movie? No. No. That was the whole movie. It was how they were in open water, and they like fell off the boat, and it was them trying to survive with Whoa. each other the whole time. That's nightmare stuff right there. But the fact that there's a buoy in the middle of nowhere, I feel like that's just like, this is God sent. Like, out of nowhere, what, an abandoned buoy to hold on to? This guy, this sailor, said he felt dizzy following his overnight shift in the engine room and sought fresh air up on the ship's deck. He doesn't remember falling over. Mm. He believes he probably fainted because he was feeling dizzy before then. And woke up in the water. Wow. Oh, wow, that's that is nightmare. scary. That, like, makes my heart, like, I, I feel... Was his 14, anxious about that. Was his 14 hours, does it save us in the nighttime or the daytime? I would imagine probably some of each. Oh, man, that would, I'd be so scared at night. For a harrowing 14 hours, he clung for dear life to the float with no assurance he'd be rescued before succumbing mm. to the unforgiving water or its ruthless predators. I ain't thinking about the fish. They're going to eat you. Oh, I already oh, thought sharks. about a shark. First thing. Yep. That's, 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 <sighs> that makes my heart mm-hmm. flitter flutter. I don't like that at all. I did see on a positive side, just to kind of switch it up. I saw an Instagram post of things that we should say, but we often say them sarcastically, but we should say them with meaning. For example, that's great. Like, that's hard to not say sarcastic. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. But you should that's say, great. you should say, that's great. That's great. I don't know. It's so, it's so hard. That's great. That's great. That is great. I can do that. That's great. How about <laughs> good for you? Oh, oh, that's hard. Yeah. It is? Yeah, because you want to do that. Good for you. I, no, I do that. I can do that one. I'd be like, good for you. But even when you say it sincerely, it sounds like you're kind of like, are you being sarcastic? But you also had to go really high for that. That's what I would do. I'd be like, hey, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. No, I don't know why I'm up on that high register there. Because you're trying to make it work. Another one is have fun. Have fun. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah, that one's okay. That's have fine. fun. Fascinating. Fascinating. Ooh, sarcastic. That'd be a tough one. I would yeah. think that was someone going, that's not fascinating. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Hmm. I think that was created to be sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, the, there's no other that. way. I would say, hey, good luck with that. Negative. Why do I go up higher? Yeah. Yeah. Up you're, you're making it work. No, I feel like mine are, are more authentic when I'm up higher. <laughs> if I have helium, I'm, I'm completely sincere. Well, good luck with that. And finally, wow. 
I can wow it pretty easily. Wow. Uh, no, I've heard sincere wows from you. Like, wow. 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 What's wow. a sarcastic wow? Wow. No, that's whoa. <laughs> Hmm. I know. I was. Wow. 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 Wow, wow dude. <laughs> wow, dude. Wow. You got me. Wow. Why do you think most people don't remember their wedding anniversary? I have no idea. To me, I don't know how you forget it. They say it's not a date you grew up with, so it's not your birthday. It's not a holiday. It's not something that you've grown up with since childhood. Okay. And it's also not a date that you picked. It kind of was just picked, ran, like... You find a day that makes sense. so it's, That sounds like an excuse to me. It's not burned into your brain. <laughs> no, because you meet somebody that maybe then becomes your best friend and it's their birthday. You remember that? That's not something you grew up with? I don't, though. I don't really remember anybody's birthday. I didn't birthday. meet you till I was... Hold on. Let me see if I remember people's birthdays because I really go. have if no idea. If you don't, this is crazy to You won't me remember right mine 100%. Hold on. Yours is April 2nd, 1980. Oh, Boom. There you go. I wow. think... Let me just work my way through this. I believe you're a March girl. Yes. Okay. I believe it's March 20-something. Are you joking? Sorry, hold on a minute. <laughs> I have it in my calendar. Oh. It's like GPS. Mm. I don't know where anything is anymore. I just click GPS. Yeah, yeah same mm-hmm. thing. It's like birthdays. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with for you. You've Ooh. celebrated my birthday for 15 years. I You're know, a smart guy. I know. March 18th. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but don't act like you got there right away. Don't act all amazed right I didn't, now. But you just said 20-something. Okay. What if I would have said, uh-huh? You would have been like, 22nd. I knew it. It's uh, March 18th. I know. I got, it, I got it right. Not right away. Relax. Eddie. Yeah. There's no way you're getting this. Hmm. You've gone a whole day and then be like, hey, you thought oh! I forgot, right? <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> <sighs> When is Eddie's birthday? Yeah, yeah. Think cold. Well, no, no, no. Don't, don't, oh, don't do oh, that. No hints? Okay. I, I remember for one of your birthdays, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and I got you a driver for your birthday. Yeah. You yeah. still have that driver? Of course. I still play with it. Okay. And so I remember it being cold, and you couldn't really use it then. Mm. So I think it's probably <laughs> like the end of the year, like November, December birthday. <laughs> yeah, really close. If I'm guessing. I'm going to go with, <laughs> is it the month of November? Are you looking at a calendar? You're just kind of like, no. <laughs> no, it's not the month of November. Then why would you have to look at a calendar if I missed it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he didn't know what you were going to oh, say. Oh, it's got to be December, huh? No. No, oh, come on. Is it not? No. Should we, should we give him a hint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Eddie was born the same month as I was. Cinco de... No way. <laughs> Cinco oh. de Mayo. That's terrible. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're born in March too? Yes, Oh, bones. crap. Hmm. Well, got to say, I have no idea. Uh-huh. Um, I knew it. But you got to be before Amy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I give up. I, I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, just guess at this point. March. Oh, he's going to get it right. Watch. Watch. <laughs> My official guess is March 20. <laughs> oh, my gosh. First. Yeah, of course. Is you it? Got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit the bell. Yeah. But does that count? Is like, is like, I sure, know, I sure. You guessed it. Lunchbox is in July. 25th. There you go. Wow, Amy, how do you know that? I'm impressed. Okay, guys. Y'all. Sorry. I don't know anybody. Like, Bobby just told me your birthday, and I still don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, he just guessed it, and I, I that was like three minutes ago, and I don't even remember it. Okay, guys. Well, your study now is right, because I guess these are holidays we weren't all born with, so Thank nobody you. can seem and to remember them. we're also dumb guys. Yeah. Ooh. So I bet you women never forget wedding anniversaries. Uh, my wife did. 
There you go. Yeah, yeah. she texted me the day before. and was like, happy anniversary. Okay, so she got her days mixed She's up. She's probably doing Australia time. Yeah. <laughs> like the day ahead. <laughs> the Bob Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Darius Rucker is very close with Tiger Woods. In fact, he was on our show recently and talking about how, yeah, he's got Tiger's number. They're great friends. And he was on the Today Show talking about Tiger's accident. When it first happened, you're all worried about his health. But now that you know what's going on, I, you know, I think Tiger's such a strong guy. You know, the question I was like, is he going to play again? And I, I say, if Tiger wants to play again, he'll play again. So, uh, so I just want him to get better, get healthy. I know you probably didn't see it, but on the Sunday after the wreck, a lot of the golfers were wearing Tiger's colors out on the golf course. Oh, what are his colors? The red. On the last day of the golf tournament, Tiger always wears black and red. That's Tiger not red. known knowledge. Yes, it is. Sure. So anyone, if you watch golf, to anyone that watches yeah. golf. But for me, I would be curious, okay, what are his colors? Well, that's what I was telling you. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why I was telling you. Okay. He wears red on Sundays. Red on Sundays. Yeah. Love it. Well, an orthopedic person, Dr. Neal, was saying that uh, Wood's potential to play golf is going to depend on rehab. It'll be all about that. But they do fully expect him to recover and come back and play. I got invited to play in a PGA event, the, the Pro-Am, in May. And now I'm nervous. I don't know if I want to play, though, because they're really good. Maybe, yeah, but, but maybe Tiger experience. will be back by then. Oh, oh, you play with him? Well, that's my debate now. It's, do I, if I'm really bad, I don't want to go be on TV shanking every shot. But it's still a fun experience. <laughs> not for me. Not if I'm shanking every shot. So now I, I'm tra- I need to train. But here's my point. I have an excuse to Caitlin. I got to go train. <laughs> got to go train for the big tournament. Mm. You know, more golf. Yeah, now you're a pro golfer. Yeah, what else? Well, Zoom fatigue is a real thing, according to research out of Stanford. They're saying that, you know, a lot of people are working online, learning, teaching, all the video conferencing, which I even have to say, stuff that used to just be a conference call, suddenly now, it's it's a Zoom. Well, everybody's home. Everybody knows where they are now. But what it's going to do long-term, it's going to help us long-term. It may be annoying now. Trust me, I get annoyed. I get told I have bad Zoom face. Because if I'm not talking, I'm like this. (laughs) I'm just sitting there, it's like... They would call it RBF in normal life, oh, resting. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I have that in Zoom face because I'm just like, I'm not talking. I get on my phone. I'll scroll. But what it's going to allow us to do, and you talked about this on the show too, parent-teacher conferences can be Zoom now. And they will be Zoom probably for the most part for a long time. Right. I get in-person things being replaced by Zoom because oh, it's I get great. That too. What it's I elevated. mean is yep. that phone calls now are suddenly Zoom and they used to be phone calls. And what uh, Zoom fatigue is, is it you just it triggers more stress and it's making harder for people to be intimate in real life because you're just so used to like doing things on the computer. Lots, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Sonic, Bobby, you're a big fan. I'm a big fan. Eddie and uh, Ray love hard seltzer and now they're merging. We could have a Sonic hard seltzer. Wait, they serve alcohol at Sonic? No They're way. coming up with Stop one. It. Yes, it's going to be in a can, and they're going to have flavors like ocean water and cherry limeade. Oh, those are my at favorite. Sonic? They're going to sell these? I think you're going to be able to buy them at the store. Sonic oh. is just oh. the brand. Okay. I, how I, when you said Sonic, they're going to be at Sonic, I thought they'd be literally at Sonic. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I thought well, it'd be like two Sundays for the kids and a seltzer for day. <laughs> I don't know. They probably with would nerds. have to get have them put nerds <laughs> in right. an yeah. alcohol. But what if there's a Bobby Water seltzer coming soon? There will not be a Bobby Water seltzer. No. Okay. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 
Caitlin Thomas is a high school senior. She's out for a walk, and she sees a little boy that had fallen in an icy pond. So she goes running on doors. Help, help. No one answers. So she tries to call 911, but she's in the middle of a, like a field, and she doesn't know who where they're at. She's like, uh, I'm here. Uh. So she calls her grandpa. He comes with the truck, gets some ropes, pulls the kid out of the water. The grandpa ended up helping. Yeah, because she couldn't describe to where she was to the 911 operators. No one would answer the houses around. They weren't answering the door. So she called Grandpa, and he had some, like, levee pole ropes. I don't know exactly what you call them, but he hitched them in the back of his truck and pulled the kid out. Where I grew up, you could just be like, you know the Thompson's old tree? We're about a hundred yards from there. They're like, we know exactly where and that they're is. Like, <laughs> they get, they'll r- right to you. That happened to me one time. I, my car broke down in the middle of nowhere, and I had no idea how to describe where I was. And so it took them like hours to figure it out. They just drove back and forth. Don't you, though? Because everywhere I go, I know my latitude and longitude. Stop you it. You didn't <laughs> stop it. <laughs> they said, look at the mile marker. I'm like, I don't see anything, guys. That's a good story, Lunchbox. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. And let me say, and I'm getting questioned about this, and I know Amy wants to know too. My nails are not... What? Go ahead, because even right now when you're showing them, they look like they're what you're about to say. What? Buffed. Here's what happened. We were shooting an episode of Breaking Bobby Bones, and one of the places I had to go to have a conversation with this woman is a nail salon that she goes to. And so when I went, they buff my nails, I and they're so it. shiny. And people are like, "Bobby, you getting your nails done?" And not, but it happened one time. And but it, but it kept happening over and over again. More people said it than just no. I kept they kept buffing me over and over again because we had different things to talk about. So first part of the scene, they'd be buffing my nails, be like, "Hey, how'd you go? Where'd you grow up?" Second part, would be like, "So, so my na- do you see how shiny they are?" Yeah, yes. it, it was part of the shoot. Interesting. Yes, it's okay. part of the shoot. Got it. What's weird too is I haven't had my nails done since I was a kid, but my mom studied to do nails for a while, and she was a uh, you know she did manicures, paint, art, whatever for a while. And I was twelve, and I would, she would have to practice on me. She had nobody else to practice with. And don't think I didn't go to school and get pounded because I had painted nails. So I don't normally mess with the nails anymore, ever. Kind of, I don't like those memories. Uh, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What's the leading cause of dry skin? What's the leading cause of dry skin? Towels. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> that was the morning corny. On the phone right now is Billy in Delaware. Billy, what's happening? Thank you for calling the show. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hey, Bobby, I was just curious. How did you land the gig or, or were you asked to uh, be the mentor on American Idol? It's a good question because it was never supposed to be as it is now where I'm full, full time. This is the an instance of I had I was up for a pilot. I guess I got the pilot on ABC. The pilot just didn't get picked up. Deion Sanders and I were hosting a daytime talk show. And so we did all this work on this pilot. I spent like a month out getting ready for it. We shot the pilot. And then the network decided not to pick it up. So I had all these connections at ABC. They liked how I talked to people, how I interviewed people. And so they said, hey, we're bringing American Idol to ABC. This is season one on ABC. We're in season four now. And they said, hey, why don't you come on for one episode and mentor a couple of our contestants in that that come from really rough backgrounds like you come from? And I thought that would be great. And it was supposed to be a one-episode deal. And so I go into that first episode, and they're like, hey, talk to them about, you know, how you grew up in a really small town, and, you know, you're now working in in entertainment, and you're in New York and L.A., and I live in Nashville, but I'm in other cities working all the time. But also it turned into, 
you know, I do music. I have I have a background now in stand-up comedy. I also get interviewed a lot. So they said, wow, you have a weird collection of skills that you've developed in all of your jobs. Work with them on some of that. So one episode, I went on, and they were like, well, that episode did really well. Why don't you do one more episode? And I'm like, okay, great. So I did a second episode, and they said, well, come back for the finale, and we'll kind of cap off this season. And I'm telling you, I did the first season of American Idol. I think I lost about $3,000 because I was having to pay for my travel back and forth. Uh, they paid me the minimum because I was just a guest. Like when Demi Lovato goes on there, they don't really pay her anything. She goes on for promotional, and they give her whatever the, the minimum is based on the union. So I think I lost a few thousand dollars doing American Idol that first season because I was just going on like that. They had no idea. I was like, I'm, I'm losing money. I'm having to fly over here, work two jobs. So I go on. We finished season one. And season one, I wasn't the full-time anything. I was just someone who came on for three episodes, maybe four episodes when it was all said and done. And they came back and they said, hey, season two, we want you to be a full-time part of the show. And I was like, wow, really? And they said, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Talk to people who come from situations that, that uh, where they're not comfortable being here, but talk about how you broke songs in, 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 in music, how you're a musician, how you're a stage performer, how you write books. Like you have an, you know, this collection of, of odd abilities that you can help folks. So season two turned into season three, turned into season four, and that's how it, that's how it happened. Like nobody went and was like, we need him to have this job. It was one episode for a couple segments, and that turned into now I've been on it for four seasons, and and the head mentor, and I'm on the cover with Luke and Lionel and Katie and Ryan, which is crazy to me. It's that, all, I think it's also an example too of like something not a lot of people see all the different things that are sometimes in the works that do not work out for you. Like I'm sure you were bummed about the Dion Sanders show getting not getting picked up, but then it allowed you to now do this. So as an example of which then put me on Dancing with the Stars, which then introduced me to Caitlyn, right? Because I happened to meet her when I was out in L.A. Yeah, lots of things, right? For sure, I would have never got Breaking Bobby Bones had some of the like. Sometimes whenever you have a stumble, it feels like it hurts so bad you don't know how anything good's going to come from it. But because of many stumbles in my life. I've not only learned, but pivoted, been pivoted to other opportunities. So there's your, that's the answer, Billy. Is, does that answer your question? Yes, it does. That's just great how you capitalized on a small situation and then it just, it snowballed. I mean, you met Caitlin, you did all these great things. That's just awesome. I'm, I'm always so, uh, and, you know, just listening to you guys, it makes my day happy. And I, I appreciate you guys for all that you do. Lunchbox, Amy, Eddie, all you guys. Thank you. Well, thank you for the call. Hope you have an awesome day. Appreciate it, Bobby. All right, see you, bud. George Strait put his house up for sale for $7.5 million. Now, as I read to you about the house, something sticks out to me, and I'm like, really? So it's a 12.2-acre home in San Antonio. It was built for him in the 90s. took two years to finish. Three bedrooms, six baths, Hmm. all super designed. But I'm thinking this. It's 8,000 square feet. 7.5 7.5 million bucks and it's three bedrooms. Oh, he didn't probably Whoa. want a lot of company. But still, don't oh. you build a few extra? Mm-hmm. Three bed- And where, what else is filling up that 8,000 square feet? Uh, one of the six baths with a freestanding ceramic tub, a fireplace, and views across the valley. Nice. I, I assume a lot of it too is the view of it. Mm-hmm. But what stuck out to me wasn't 7.5 million because he's a rich guy. He's got a rich guy house, obviously, but it was three bathrooms. Have no, you six seen? bathrooms, three bedrooms. No, it's, wait, I mean, three bedrooms, yeah. Mm-hmm. Three three bedrooms, that's it. Have you seen pictures of it? 
No, it looks like a, like an Adobe house. You know, it's kind of it's it doesn't look like a traditional home. It's pretty oh, wow. interesting. Oh wow! It looks like it's you know how in Los Angeles the houses are on the mountains on in TV. Yeah, it kind of looks like that here, and it is like an Adobe house. I'm sure it's awesome, and I'm sure you could turn some of those fancy wine rooms into bedrooms <laughs> or something. Right, but. Lunchbox, you got to call George Strait and see if you can get his house. I'm going to call him. I'm going to call it up today and say, what up, George? What? I guess it won't be George answering. Are you going to ask him, like, does it have oceanfront property? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I got my bags packed on everything I owned on Philipath. Philipath? No. I'm going to fill up fast. (sighs) He's going to fill up his suitcase fast. Are you guys arguing about the the lyrics of the song? I I think it's everything I owned on Philipath. Mm. What? Can you? <laughs> no. Okay. Carry on your love with me. Here we go. I'm going to read it to you. Baby, all I got's this beat up leather bag and everything I don't own. Fill up half. Thank oh. you. Oh, fill no, up half. fill up half. No, fill up fast. Fill up half. You're both wrong. <laughs> Guys, it's half. Like it's, half of the bag. It's fill up half. <laughs> don't you worry about the way I pack. All I care about getting back real soon. A goodbye kiss is oh all I need from you. Mm-hmm. This is the dumb part. Everybody now. I'm, I'm carrying, carrying your love with me. West, West Virginia, Virginia down to Tennessee. I'll be moving when the good Lord speaks. Carrying your love with me. It's my strength <laughs> for holding on. Goodbye. Every minute that, that I have to be gone. gone. I have everything I'll ever need. Amy only. I'm carrying your love with me. Here's the thing. You guys didn't know half those lyrics. Yeah, I know. Well, true. I mean, I've been singing it the way I've been singing <laughs> exactly. it since 1995 or so. So. And Eddie hates the lyric from West Virginia down to Tennessee. It's not mm-hmm. that far. Like, this guy's trying to impress her. Like, oh, I'm going way to West Virginia down to Tennessee. No, it's only like 30 miles. <laughs> yeah, it is true. He should have gone further. <laughs> the rapper Young Thug. Do we have a clip of Young Thug? Speaking of money and how much stuff costs. I want you out of my life. I want you back here tonight. I'm Young Thug traveled to Las Vegas over the weekend and lost over $800,000. Wow. Gambling. In one night, he lost eight. He said, Vegas just won $800,000 for me, man. He said, I threw liquor everywhere, but still, I mean, almost a million dollars in a night. That is, that's crazy. Seven nights, you could have bought a George Stray house <laughs> in San Antonio. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's, 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 I, don't you ever wonder how, how much these, they're making to lose that kind of money? I mean, what's Young Thug's net worth? It says million. his net worth is eight million. There's no way he's got to be worth, wait. Has Way more be. than that. If he's losing eight hundred thousand in a night, oh. twenty nine years old. That's crazy. So, my bachelor party, which we don't have a time for it yet. Don't even know who's gonna go yet. But I would like to plan it myself. We mentioned this on the show, but just in passing, Eddie's the best man. Yeah. Do you want to plan it? No. 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 Okay. Please. Why? Because anytime, even I tell Caitlin, she's like. Stop being a control freak. No, I, I think that's what you, who you are. You're a control freak, and I wouldn't want to plan something where I think that you would like it, and then you'd be like, this is kind of, like, stupid. I would never have done this. So, no, dude, you're in control. This is your wedding. Let's let's have at it. Whatever you want to do, we're going to do. Are you relieved that you don't have to plan it? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't want to mess around with that. Like, that's a lot of pressure. Like, this is a big moment for you. I want to do it the way you want to do it. Well, and also, all the standard things I wouldn't enjoy. I don't drink. Right. You and know, that's what I would have planned. Right. Bars. So, so there's no... What do we do? We go to Vegas and read books? <laughs> oh, boy. We like to gamble. 
ish. I like to bet on the app now, but I don't crave going to Vegas and wasting a bunch of money playing. Co- I will if it's there, mm-hmm. but mostly I just like to watch games. Yeah, that'd and, be kind of boring. And I can make, you know, a Tulsa game interesting. But if y'all go to Vegas, you go to Thunder Down Under. What? That's naked guys. Yeah, we don't do that. Oh. That was our joke. <laughs> yes, it was a joke. She thought that was funny. Oh, <laughs> no. what, okay. Oh, what, um, what do you think about the situation? I mean, I think you should let other people plan it. And Why? Then, because that's what friends do. That's what they're supposed to do. And they plan it according to you. If Eddie's going to be selfish and plan it the way he would want it, then that's not a good, that Eddie's not being a good friend. But I think that Eddie will show up and be a good best man and be a friend and be able to plan it according no. to your likes. You got it all wrong. I would try to plan it the way I think Bobby would want to have What would party. you plan? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, again, it would just be at the house, watch Arkansas. We pre-tape games, DVR games, watch <laughs> Arkansas games, bet on them, and then play some kind of like card game or something and be done. Okay. That's that's great. No, See, that's, not, that's not good enough. It's but not good enough. that's you planning it how he would plan it. Bones, would you like that? I would. That'd be a good effort by you. You could put in a little more effort, but. It's just a rough, a rough draft, right? <laughs> yeah. And also, I don't think just the, the people in my party should have to get to go to the bathroom. I think other people should get to go, oh, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that happens. Okay, that's a thing? Yeah. I can invite people that aren't... Absolutely. In the wedding party, yes. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the whole wedding party doesn't even know yet. They're, my people don't even all know you yet. You haven't told everyone yet? No. <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> I just haven't found the right times. I invited, for now, one other person I will publicly say is in the wedding party. Do, you know do you know the party? Mm-hmm. Uh, Arkansas Keith is in the wedding. Yes. So he will be in the party because we got him fitted up for a suit. So for now, that's where it is. But I think some of my party won't go to the bachelor party. Why? Because if we go play golf somewhere, Arkansas Key doesn't play golf. He can ride in the cart. Does that happen? Yeah, does he drink beer? <laughs> no, uh, I don't drink. Oh, Not really. Well, then. No. That's what I'm saying. You guys will think it was the lamest bachelor party ever. Okay. I... What? Nothing. I just think that other people should plan it, but I already see you taking control. I think it's okay in this case. Is that a shocker to you? No, Eddie, you just don't want the responsibility. That's not true. Oh, is that true? It's not true. Is Eddie's that like, true? Oh, sweet. Because you... also, can you want to know the real truth too? Yeah. Is other people are supposed to also take on the financial responsibility. Okay. They all pitch in. Do oh, what I you pl- want to do, I Bones. To... We'll pay for it. No, but I plan to pay for all that. But you're not supposed to. I'm paying for the wedding. I'm paying for the bachelor party. Who cares? Like, I just feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. But you're not. When we go to dinner, I pay for dinner. Okay, but here's what I'm telling you. This is a time where your friends step in. I don't and, like that. Okay, I know you hate it, but. I don't like that. Okay. We, can do, we can do that for you, Bones, if you want to. <laughs> we can do that for you. <laughs> that's why Eddie's going to plan it at your house, watch games. <laughs> and he's gonna, he'll pay for your gas money. And he's like, we'll gamble on recorded games. <laughs> Caitlin will make all the food. Yep. You guys can call us, 877 877- 77 Bobby. Give me your opinion here. We'll take your calls. 877-77-BOBBY. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So the winter storms left millions without power in Texas, including Bella Italia Restaurante in Plano, Texas. But they have a gas stove and a gas oven, and the owner used all that equipment that was gas to cook up food for people that were freezing in need. They had no power. The restaurant had no power, but they did have, again, the gas stove and the gas oven. So they picked lasagna and spaghetti because they were the two easiest items to cook with gas, and they just kept cooking. He said, we didn't have power. We didn't have anything, but we did have the ability to cook with gas, and that's what they did. That's awesome. They fed more than 500 people. Isn't that crazy? Love it. Instead of just freaking out and being like, oh, this sucks for us, they pushed it forward. Let me say their name again in case anyone's out near Dallas in Plano. Bella Italia Restaurante. 
I don't even know where it is. But if I was in that area, I would Google it and find it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. A few minutes ago, we were talking about my upcoming bachelor party, which has not been planned yet. We didn't have a date. But I told Eddie, hey, don't worry about it. I'll do it. It's for me. I'll do it. Well, some people in my little circle were like, hey, you shouldn't do that. So I brought it up. John is on the phone right now in Knoxville, Tennessee. Hey, John, what do you think about this? Uh, good morning, studio. Hey, morning. 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 Um, well, first, Bobby, you're missing the whole point of it, brother. Uh, it's Your friends are supposed to throw you a bachelor party. You're not supposed to throw a bachelor party for yourself. Your okay. friends are supposed to handle everything. I've heard that. I'm, I'm, an, I'm like an extreme adult now. I'm not 22. Like, I, I get you, John. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, well, I'm I'm 55, Bobby. I was uh, married in '84, been there, married for over 36 years, and uh, like you said, I had to plead the fifth on what we did for my bachelor party. <laughs> but that's the whole deal. Your friends are supposed to handle it. You're supposed to be surprised on some of the things that go on and take place, and uh, be like the lasting memories for you know the rest of your life, brother. I guess in my heart, John, I want to plan a party that my friends are like, this is the coolest thing we've ever done. Like, I want to plan that for my friends. Aren't you doing that for your wedding? Uh, what? Planning a party. Yeah, but that's, friends. that's no, this, I'm talking about my guy friends. Gotcha. And Bones, do you like to be surprised? Here's the thing. I don't like to know a surprise is coming. I do like to be surprised. So in this way, I would know a surprise is coming, so I wouldn't like it. <laughs> I love to be surprised. But I don't need to even have an inclination that I'm about to be. Because if I know I'm about to be, I'm. About, if you're like, we got a surprise for you, I'm like, I bet it's a new car. And then it's like, no, we got you Band-Aids with a B on it. <laughs> new car. And I, it's, But that's how my mind works. <laughs> like, I elevate it immediately. John, I get it. I get it. I'm a weirdo. I'm a control freak. I'm struggling with this uh, a little bit. Right, but, but that's why I said the wedding is about you and your beautiful bride. But like I said, the bachelor party is for the boys and that. And they're supposed to plan it. And you have fun and just be spontaneous. And let it ride. I'm not very good at having but, uh, fun or being spontaneous or letting it ride, though. Like three things I kind of suck at. <laughs> hey, you might not after your bachelor party. All right. Hey, John, what's the key? What's the big key for you for being married that long? Uh, communication and uh, love. And like you said, communication is the best thing. And love. And it's you and her against the world is the way it's been with me and my wife. All right. I appreciate that call, John. Hope you have a great day, man. If, if you work hard, you got to play hard. Whatever that means with you and your wife, I'll let you guys own that. But uh, I appreciate that call. Right. But see you later. Uh, have a great day. Bye-bye. We did this whole thing where they came to couples in country music. It was like Kane Brown and Caitlin Brown, Russell Dickerson and Kaylee Dickerson, Caitlin and I. I forget who else was in it. Maybe Granger Smith and Amber Smith. And they were like, okay, you guys talk about what's key to a relationship for Valentine's Day and the advice you give to others. And, like, everybody says real overarching things like communication or love. And we're like, well, we're not going to do that. We're going to talk about, like, say what we really feel. And they were like, what's your advice? And I was like, hey, man, I just try to keep her happy. Really? Because if she's happy, then I'm in a better mood. Whatever. And then everybody else was like, communication. <laughs> friendship. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows communication and friendship. Everybody knows touching each other. No crap! <laughs> but th- when people say advice, they're like, you know, what you need to do is really just communicate well how do you keep her happy by not communicating just oh. <laughs> yeah, right i was about to say communication but it's always like when i ask people for advice and they give these that there's no real answer that's not a real answer i don't feel like he may feel like it is communication what with the proper communication is what's key you have to learn how to communicate 
I mean, we communicate all day long with people. Like, it doesn't mean you're good at it. You got to be, you got to learn how to communicate with what your person needs. Like, what's your advice? To love them. (laughs) I know. I know. No crap. I know that advice. (laughs) I'm trying. I may not be doing it right, but I'm trying. Um, Thank you for that call, John. I I really do appreciate that, though. Uh, Let's do one more. Will in San Antonio, Texas. What's up, buddy? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Yeah, Bobby, I think you're always giving advice to others to do things that make them happy. You know, even if it's not the tradition. But I think if you want to plan your own party, then you should plan your own party. I think so, too. I just, for me, I would like to do something for all my guys and be like, look, look what we're going to do. This is awesome. Makes me happy to make you guys happy. That's nice of you. And Eddie likes that because Eddie is I do. no burden. Off the hook. I yeah. do. I, it's not, Amy you really put, thinks you're trying to get off the hook. It's not that. It's just like, it, it's you pick, like, is it worth fighting? But no, it, it's about Bobby. And if that's what Bobby wants to do, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Period. All right. All right. Let's do the news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Story. Girl's name is Rachel Kennedy. She thought she had hit the jackpot. Every week, she plays the same numbers. Every week. However, (laughs) she didn't play one week, and those numbers hit. Of course. $218 million. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. She realized she had forgotten to buy her weekly ticket. I think Lunchbox is going to throw up. That's That's why you don't play the same numbers over and over, because if you do miss that one time and they hit... It's over. Well, I would say that's why you just don't miss. Yeah, no, 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 I would agree with that. If you're going to play the same numbers, play the same numbers. Yeah. You just don't miss playing the same oh. number. Can you believe that? $218 million. She did not hit. That's crazy. Bobby's other story. An airplane made an emergency landing after a cat got in the cockpit and attacked the pilots. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? A flight had to make an emergency landing last week after the pilots got attacked by a cat. They think it snuck on board while the plane was being cleaned. <laughs> In America? For the past year, every story we've ever seen about angry airline passengers have revolved around mask wearing for the most part, people yelling at each other. Um, so this is different. A flight had to make an emergency landing after a passenger got into the cockpit, but that passenger had whiskers and not on their face is a kitty cat. Um, they don't really know how it got on board. They think it might have snuck on while the plane was being cleaned, hid in the cockpit, got in a warm spot like a crack or something. Several crew members tried to catch it, but couldn't. It attacked them, too. So That was wild. They had to land the plane. Wow. Our right, Bones, we have to do a reenactment. I, I pass. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's about to get a cat, though. Mm-hmm. In 92 days. Shelter said 92 days. She can get, get her a cat. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we are waiting 92 days. That's a long time. That is a long time. Finally, a man crashes his vehicle through Kim Kardashian's gate. I mean, I get being bold, right? Like, I, you know, every woman says they want a guy who's bold. I bet if this guy was really hot, he'd had a chance. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but TMZ found out a guy crashed his vehicle through the gate at Kim's Hidden Hills compound. Luckily, security nabbed him before he got to the home. Police came to pick up the man. He said he was there to see Kim and said she was his wife. Oh. That guy was Kanye West. No, it wasn't. No. Oh. It wasn't Kanye. <laughs> The incident happened around 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday, and the 24-year-old man breached the main entrance gate. Security got the guy. And again, apparently he was just nutty, thinking that she was his wife. There you go. Mm. Good thing she has all that security. I well, mean, and she's she's really hard to get to at this point, given what she's been through. Oh, after she got held at gunpoint and like yeah. tied up and put in the bathtub? Yeah, I'm sure they don't mess around. Yeah, I bet she has armed weapon guys, probably. Like, when you watch... The, the drug shows on Netflix, and there are guys standing around the guy's house. With oh, yeah. a gate with, like, yeah, automatic. Machine-like-looking guns. Mm-hmm. 
I bet that's the situation there. And it would be for me, too, honestly, if that happened to me. All right, that's the news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Story. Here's a voicemail we got last night. I think this needs to be talked about. Here you go. Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. I just finished listening to the podcast from March 1st. And how did the entire day go by and us not address Eddie's inflatable in the yard making it to March 1st and him winning the bet? So what happened with the inflatable? Thanks, guys. Love the show. It's a great point. (laughs) If we drove to your house right now, would it be up? Still up. Blown up. Yep. If I send someone out right now to drive to your house... The Santa Claus will be blown up. It's still blown up. I mean, my, my wife and I talked about it last night. She's like, this needs to come down. I'm like, I can't. I completely forgot to talk about this yesterday until Bobby knows that it's still up and I get paid. It's got to stay up. Okay, so what I'm going to do is drive by your house after the show. Yeah. And if it's up, you will collect your money. You got it. It's still there. But do, do it early, really. She's getting upset. She's like, this thing needs to come down now. I may not leave here till 1 p.m. today. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, but technically it was March 1st. Yesterday. I know, but he didn't say anything about it. You know what? It's such a norm. I forgot. Like, <laughs> the thing's just up now. It's Do part of my house. Do you think that your neighbors will be irritated when Santa goes down in your neighborhood? Maybe. Maybe because it's really just been about a week until uh, since the last person I saw said, oh, we love Santa. It's so great. It's such a joy to drive down your street with Santa. So I owe you money. Yeah. Yeah. Two bones. Yeah. Dang. You know what? Funny mm. bit, though. Hey, it was great. We got a funny bit. You kept your Santa Claus up in your yard way past Christmas. Yes. All the way to March 2nd. And people loved it, so it was a good thing. I'm going to go broke paying people on this show just for fun <laughs> bits. Because I gave Ray 50 bucks for being yeah! employee of the month. And at some point, whenever you're ready, Ray, let us know. You get to pick a segment that we do as well. Yeah, I think I already got one on lock. I'm going to do a little man minute. Oh, you have a man minute ready? We'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Wow, I'm already cashing in. Wow. Hey. That was quick. <laughs> Hey, you must won. have something to talk You're about. You're employee of the month, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Lunchbox, at his alter ego, Nico Jackson, decides to call people and give away the employee of the month award to different people at their job just randomly. <laughs> so here we go. Lunchbox called a random business. Whoever answered the phone was employee of the month. The return of Nico Jackson, which, by the way, we learned Nico Jackson is named after... Nico Moon. Nico Moon, the singer. Where did Jackson come from? I don't know. It's just a common name, and I was trying to prank my dad, so I had to disguise my voice, and Nico Moon had just been in, so I was like, oh, Nico, that's a cool name. So I just went with Nico Jackson. <laughs> so here's Nico, Nico Jackson, Jackson calling from the corporate office. Thank you for calling. Yes, this is Nico Jackson, and I'm from the corporate office, and I was calling to tell you, you have been named Employee of the Month for the month of February 2021. Congratulations. Um, okay, thank you. And uh, your your manager was just glowing about what a great job you're doing. Oh, yeah. I'm very uh, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm touched. Yeah, yeah, they were very proud of that. She is a model employee. And let me tell you, as employee of the month, we are going to take her. You are going to get the weekend off this coming oh, weekend. You goodness. do not have to work. And Nico Jackson here at the corporate office, we were discussing it and we decided you can go pick any TV in the electronics department, 72 inches or smaller, and we're going to put it in your car for free. I don't know. Are, who is this again? This is Nico Jackson <laughs> from the corporate office. Yes, you're, I'm telling you, your manager could not stop gushing about you. You mean? That's his name. was just so great. He's like, this, that. So you must be one heck of an employee. So, yes, I you don't just. I know. <laughs> 
I don't know. This is crazy. I, maybe I should confirm with him real quick. No, it's it's all good. This is Nico Jackson. <laughs> um, well, you know, Nico Jackson here is very busy. I got to call sco- store 6822, so I got to call their employee of the month. Congratulations, oh, You are okay. the employee of the month. Goodbye. <laughs> About two-thirds of the way through the call, Nico starts to crack, and it starts to be lunchbox. (laughs) Nico. No, no, you won. (laughs) Nico Jackson. So did you let her know she didn't win? No, I'm very sure. No, 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 stop that. You gave her off the weekend. And a free TV. (laughs) She probably got busted for shoplifting (laughs) and skipping work. You had to let her know, right? Yeah, I let her know. What'd she say? She was very disappointed. She was like, I was so confused. And I, I, I was like, wow. She was shocked. But then she was like, well, it was exciting for about a minute. I would be so irritated if I were her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I'm irritated by? If I can have just a second to, to, to gripe. Sure. I have friends that are coming to me. being like, hey, guess what? I got vaccinated today. At least five of them. And I'm like, you got what? And they're like, well, we know where the places are. When they end their day, they have extras. And so we go and wait there. And then... We get vaccinated. They don't want to waste them. And I'm like, well, where are these places? Like, well, they're not doing it anymore. Oh, of course. Oh, what do you mean they're not doing it anymore? Five different people. Four of them are artists. I'm not going to say who they are. Good for them. They should have got, I would have taken it. That's my point. I can't find one of these places that have vaccinations at the end of the day. I called three places yesterday. I said, you guys got any vaccinations? This is Nico Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I called and they were like, well, we don't let people hang out because it clutters the room. So we don't let people hang out. Hmm. And then I go and I try to find a waiting list online, and there's like 700 people ahead of me, and I don't, I'm, my mind's about to explode because people keep coming to me going, I got vaccinated. I'm like, where in Nashville are you getting vaccinated? Where are, like, we drove down to this county, two down. Okay, well, let me get that, let me get that number. <laughs> I will take a vaccination. I'm not scared of it. I want it right now. Well, so, I, I guess, well, where they went. I don't know people. Yeah. I think there's a, listen. Is this the story they've been given? I think a couple of them are legit and a couple of them are winky wink. Right. Because oh. let's just say a couple of them have hit songs. Oh. Yeah. So they let people with a hit song wait up back. <laughs> yeah. Well, so do you. Hello. Number one comedy album. <laughs> we do have a number one comedy album. That's right. I don't think anybody cares though. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what I'm struggling with right now. Is where I would love to get one of those extras at the end of the day. I don't want to cut in line, not in the middle of the day, but if it's, you're going to toss one out, toss one over here. Now, I don't know. Oh, never mind. I don't want to spread false information. Good Go for ahead. you. That's, hey, listen, it's never, it stop, had to do it never stopped us before, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. It had to do with Eddie since he's had huh? he's had the COVID. Oh, if you spit in my mouth, I'll just get antibodies. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, we can do that. What were you going to say? Well... I, I don't know. Is this true? Like, it, I heard if you had the virus that maybe you just need one shot. Okay, I think you're just making up some stuff. <laughs> I'm not making up. I've that's never heard I, of that. That's why I didn't okay. want to say it out loud. I didn't make it up. I read that. I heard if your name starts with A through J. <laughs> you're good. You only need a left arm shot and just one. I, wait, is the Johnson & Johnson one out yet? Single shot. It just got I know it's cl- single shot, yesterday, but is it out? Well, I'm, I'm telling you, as you yell at me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yesterday was the day they said it has been cleared. Start shipping them. So today, I believe it will start to go into people's arms. Okay, so I don't know. This is weird because I know that all the other companies are super reputable and fine. But something about me would prefer to get the Johnson & Johnson one because they don't burn your they, eyes when you take a shower yeah, like a baby. They make baby yes, yeah. they make <laughs> baby products. And Oil. I feel like... It's handled with care because they're Johnson and Johnson. Their shot isn't as successful as the other two, oh. the Pfizer and Moderna. Um, 
it's a little below, but they're still like, get it. And I think eventually it'll be a booster for that one. Okay. I'll take anything. And they're also like, you know, when you get your flu shots or you get your other, you don't go and pick the brand. You go and get the <laughs> right? shot. That's true. <laughs> like, what are you doing going in demanding a Pfizer? I'm only getting a Pfizer or I'm out of here. <laughs> but places are only sent one, basically. But I'm trying. I'm going to be looking for that Johnson & Johnson. I'm on every, I'm trying to get on every list I can get on, like as a standby. And I will take it. And I will, I will not be shamed. No. I probably will a little bit, but still, I will take it, and I will be healthy. Uh, let's see. We got a couple calls here. A lot of people calling in about me planning my own bachelor party. This is the segment that just will not go away. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, here we go. This is Brooke. Brooke, you're on the Bobby Bone Show in Tampa, Florida. Thank you for calling. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Um, I was just calling about your bachelor party that you're trying to plan for yeah. yourself. Um, I was in a wedding party about two years ago, and the bride planned her entire own bachelorette party. Um, she paid for the hotel for everybody, and then we just paid for, like, everything while we were there for her. Um, but, I mean, she was, like, she was kind of like you. Like, she likes to control everything, um, but it made her happy, so there was no issue with it. You know, we let her do her thing. That's the big debate. So, it's... Am I being a control freak or am I just doing what makes me happy? That's it. And I think being a control freak makes me happy, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> uh, thank you, Brooke. I'm I really pr- made her happy, so. Yeah, I appreciate that call. Thank you very much. All right, you're welcome. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Let me do one more. Madison in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. Morning, studio. Morning. Okay, so I just wanted to say really quick, I've been married almost nine years. Um, I did not plan my own bachelorette party. I actually had my girls plan it for me or they planned it for me. Um, it is something that we still talk about today that is a regret. I don't like being called a control freak, but I am a major planner. Um, it just fell apart really bad. It was poorly planned. There was no schedule. There wasn't any like real set things that we were doing. And nine years later, we still talk about it. So if it's what's going to make you happy, all day long plan it and if your guys want to help you plan it include them in the planning process but you are making some of the most cherished memories right now so plan it yourself is my big advice because it was um like i said nine years later we're still talking about man that was really bad wasn't it let's do a do-over for like our 10th anniversary (laughs) well i appreciate that call madison hope you have a great day you too thanks all right bye-bye hey listen i like it i like the advice Agree or disagree, I like the advice. I like to hear perspective. Me too. I wonder if we do it at the same time because, I mean, I would assume since you're in Caitlin's wedding, you're going with her to her party. Do you think we just break off and go at the same time? I guess. I, I but Couples do it differently. Sometimes it's the same weekend. Sometimes it's totally different. Ray, did you and Bay go to the same place? A couple months. We went first to okay. check out Vegas and said it was safe, so then she went. He went in. He was the canary in the coal mine. <laughs> wink, wink. Hey, we're going to check it out, babe. We'll come out and let you know if it's safe or not. In the middle of a pandemic, Ray's like, I'll go in. I'm going to read a couple emails here inside the mailbag, and I'm going to grab a couple calls here. I'm going to go to Casey in Austin, Texas first. Hey, Casey, what's going on with you? Casey, there, bud? Mm, sounds like it's cutting out. Last chance. Hey, Kate. Bobby. Oh, there he is. Can you hey. hear me now? Hey, Casey, we're on. What's going on? Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Um, so I was listening to Danielle or Daniel a little bit earlier. And so my name, obviously, is Casey. So growing up, always a real struggle with me. And so my question for you is that 
my wife is pregnant with our second child, and she wants to name it if it's a girl, Charlie. And I'm obviously completely against it. So am I being unreasonable here, Bobby? I like Charlie for a girl. I think it's so I think cute. it's a cool name. But yeah. he's like you have it. your past experience, which obviously caused some, you know, I'm sure some teasing. I guess you're saying when you were a kid, and you don't want your kid to have to go through that. Is that it? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think teasing's bad. I was talking to Caitlin yesterday about this. Listen, there's a difference in getting beat up, bullied, just tortured, right? In a little bit of my life, I was bullied. I was beat up a lot. But I, if it wasn't for adversity early in my life, I just would not have been trained to take it on as an adult. So I like Charlie. I know we, we just jumped from, you know, something tiny to something large there. But I like Charlie as a name. But also... I'm not someone who's like, we cannot have anybody being being mean to anyone at school, period. Hmm. Like, we need to try to do our best to shut it down. But, I mean, we have to have some sort of adversity as we go through life or all of a sudden we're exposed and we're just getting crushed as, as we get into adults, as we get into adulthood. Uh, but, so because of that, name, name her Charlie. Name her, <laughs> name her Charlie Frank. <laughs> When you oh. when you said Casey was on the phone, Bones, yeah. I really was like, all right, here's a woman. Oh, I, I thought too. Casey was a guy. I think Casey's a guy. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, I, Casey Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch your speed. I, yeah. I pictured a very neutral person. I Interesting. Didn't know. Yeah. Casey, I'm cool with Charlie. I, you know, I, again, that's up to you guys, but Charlie's cool for a girl for me. I like unisex names on girls. Me too. I don't, and I, but but to answer your question, I don't think you're being unreasonable. You're not. You you can express that to your wife, but then y'all make the best decision for y'all. But I don't think it's bad if you do it. I have a somewhat unisex name. Bobby. Yeah. yeah. There's B O B B I and there's Bobby Joe's, Bobby Sue's, there's Bobby, Bobby Brown. Bobby Bobby Brown, the, the makeup the makeup person. Right. Oh. Uh Bobby uh, what's the Millie Bobby Bo- Sue. Millie Bobby Brown. Oh right. Millie Bobby. Right. Yeah. Bobby pins. Bobby yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay, we're idiots. <laughs> all right, Casey, have a good day, bud. I appreciate it, Bobby. We didn't help him at all. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> he leaves so disappointed and deflated. Thanks, guys. I think that was helpful. Uh, good for us. All right, let's open up the mailbag. <laughs> Bobby's Mailbag. Got a couple here. Hey, Bobby, this is regarding the language that I'm hearing from you. On a recent broadcast, you talked about a lottery winner, and you said you're glad they didn't piss all their money away. Hmm? Why are you using such language on your show? Mm-hmm. I sent another email regarding the, uh, the use of the word freaking, and that wasn't an interview. This is very unprofessional. and will end up hurting your reputation in the long run if you do not curb this. I'm shocked that your producers have not reprimanded you for this. Listen, I dare you guys to reprimand me for saying piss your money away, Eddie. Are they serious? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's bad at all. Eddie, if you reprimand me for saying... I wouldn't... So stop it. You could say the worst word. I'd be like, cool, man. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. I have a broadga- uh, broadcasting degree myself, and there is no reason to use words that will lower people's opinion of you. It's not okay. You, you can't change the world... To, to make it a better place if you don't set the example. Misty, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I haven't said a curse word in four or five years. Props to you. At all. And I'm not bragging. I just decided to eliminate that because when I write jokes, if I'm doing stand-up or I'm writing songs, I don't want to even think them. But I just don't think saying piss your money away is a bad thing to say. We all, we all are different, obviously. Do you? I don't. Nope. And you're the good one here on the show. No. I mean, no, uh-uh. I used to, I think cuss words all the time now. And sometimes you I think say them? it and it feels so good. Oh, wow. And I used to not, but it's not like a pub. It's not my everyday conversation where I just throw in a cuss word. It's more like just in a moment of, you know, I just want to get a good mm, out. You Can know, we also acknowledge how weird <laughs> that a sound coming out of our mouth is that means something bad. We could say, let's say the word clobber. 
if that was a really bad word for us, mm-hmm. you drive, you, you get on an airplane, a flight hours, don't even know that word. It doesn't mean it's just a sound coming out of your mouth. Like it's all about intention. That being said, I don't say curse words. <laughs> you don't. I <laughs> also don't want to get busted because so many of these people doing radio shows or broadcasting games, they forget the mics on. <laughs> Or they don't know the mic's on. They're like, beep, beep, beep. Then all of a sudden they're fired. Yeah, that would be the worst. Yeah, we don't. No, nobody in here. We don't cuss in just conversation. In the room? Nobody. Uh, curse no. words aren't allowed. No. no I not. don't allow them in the room at all. Now, you walk out in the hallway, lunchbox is dropping F-bombs like crazy. <laughs> Gotta get them out. Gotta <laughs> cleanse yourself. But in the room, curse yeah. words are not allowed at all. You can't come in here and say bad words. So, But I appreciate the email. I, I mean, I, I did think about it for a second, and I still am on the side of... I don't think saying to piss your money away is a bad thing to say. And what was the other one? Freaking? Freaking, yeah. What is wrong with freaking? I mean, and, that's, it, I, and it was during an interview. Oh, wow. I wonder who I was interviewing. Mm. That was a freaking awesome interview. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, let's do another email. Here we go. Bobby's Mailbag. Morning, studio. Thank you. I was hoping to get your advice on a matter. My husband has a YouTube channel, Farmer Tyler Ranch. I guess that's the name of the channel. He has about 40,000 subscribers, so it's not huge. However, this past weekend, a fan stopped by our ranch. He stated that he found out our last name and where the ranch was. My husband has never said our last name or where the ranch is located. I know you can find pretty much whatever you want on the internet, but it did come across weird to us. He kept insisting he wanted to help us on the ranch and seemed insulted when my husband declined. Obviously, we love supporters, but it just seemed odd to us. He told us he cyber-stalked us and then showed up at our ranch. Has anything like this happened to you? How did you handle it? What's the appropriate way to handle it? Thank you so much. Thanks. Miss Farmer Tyler Ranch. They got, they, this guy's got some good video views. I mean, he's got some of these million view videos. This Farmer Tyler Ranch. I want to go buy the ranch now. <laughs> now you go. I'm just going to show up. <laughs> hey. Can I work for you? Wow. That's some pretty good stuff here. Uh, yeah, I've had stuff. Heck, I had people break into my house at one point. The thing about being a public figure is you now have to you both get the rewards of it, but you have to deal with the things that happen because of it. The rewards of it are, if you're searching it, it could be you're able to push a cause you like. It could be money. It could be all of these good things. But the bad things are, when you're public, people get in your business. They're mean to you. They try to find where you live. Sometimes it's for good. Sometimes it isn't. Again, I've had my house broken into. I've had people spray paint on my driveway before. At this stage, we for me... We've had it happen so often. We got cameras everywhere. We got we're we're pretty good. You're never really good. If someone can get into Kim Kardashian's place, but we're pretty good. We got all over the property. We got. I'm just saying you have to know now that people are at least curious about where you are, and you have to take those precautions. That's all. Anything you want to add, Amy? No, I mean I. I've just had people come, well, deliver pizzas, which I still don't know who that you was. Moved. I moved because, of it. well, <laughs> but another person had come and put like a letter to me in my mailbox and that was up on my porch. Like I had a box and they had to go through a little like, you know, white gate thingy to get up there. And that it was, it was a fan card. It was a nice note. And most 99% of times people are awesome. Right. But, but it's it the one person weird. that wants to stab you mm-hmm. that, and, and tries to. Because I've had yeah. those instances that makes you go, oh, I can't even mess around with this. Yeah. Or some one time at that house, too. That house, there was three big things that made us move. And that another person that lived somewhere else, like, sent me a, a aerial view of my house from, like, Google Images, but then wrote a weird note with it in the email and just kind of made me feel uncomfortable. 
because that doesn't, that, don't do that to people, by the way. Then we have nice people too that just give us a heads up. Hey, yo, I'm not crazy, but <laughs> found your house. Just we, a heads up, this could happen. We get those. We're like, hey, heads up, not to be crazy, but here's a picture of you on the toilet when you had no idea no one was watching. And I'm like, wait, what? How'd you get that? I know. I even said, they were like, well, one time you posted this bush in your backyard and I cross compared it with all bushes in Nashville and found your house. Not crazy though. <laughs> I'm, I'm not crazy though. I'm just giving you a heads up. Now, I'm not going to act like I don't Zillow people's houses. Oh, of course. If someone's like, hey, come over to the house. We'll be at four, pick us up at four. And I'm like, cool. Let's just see how much this house is worth. <laughs> yeah. I am who I am. I did that recently. But if you're going to put yourself out there, you got to understand there's some good that comes with it. And there's also some stuff you have to be aware of. That's my advice I would give you. It's something that I've slowly grown accustomed to. And now we're like, I could hit my phone and see every inch of the house, the property. Get, you know, but that's things we've had to slowly adapt to. Farmer Tyler Ranch, good luck. Yeah, good luck. He says, welcome to the channel. I operate a small beef cow herd and hay operation in Northern California. On this channel, I'll show you the day-to-day -day, as well as some big projects on the ranch. Got 7 million views. Good for you. There's a 12-year-old girl in Florida, and she was busted because she was selling stun guns at school. She had bought five of them, or someone had bought them and she took them. And she took them to school and was selling them to other oh. students. And okay. so they got involved. They got the underage. They called her the underage weapons dealer. <laughs> the Stun guns are pretty easy-ish to get. I don't think you can buy them at store if you're 12. But someone could probably buy them if you're 21 or 22. It's not a gun gun. It's well, like I a, don't even know where, zaps, though. It just zaps, right? What does it do? Well, it'll, it'll knock you down, knock okay. you out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I just don't want people to think that she's, like, running guns at school. They said that she's going to be released to her parents. So the non-violent nature of the crime, she's going to be released to her parents. But some of these things, I was looking them up, you can get them for, like, 20 bucks. So when I read the story, I was like, oh, boy, we got some, some drama down in Tamper. <laughs> but no. I feel like maybe I need to get one to keep in my bag. Great. Yes. To keep safe. And she should, and she should get in trouble. Right. But, I mean, let's... When I read the underage weapons dealer and you can get these for 15 bucks. <laughs> That's a little much. <laughs> right. You can get one. Listen, you can just buy it off Amazon right now for $19.99, the Viper Tech. Ooh. Okay. So maybe she's buying them off Amazon and selling them. It just reminds me of Amy's daughter, too, who likes to take stuff to school and sell it and make a little profit. Popcorn. Love it. Yeah. Candy. <laughs> In Ziploc bags. I'm just assuming the best for this girl that she just thought she could make a little money, help out some people. She Keep them safe. Yeah, you've been hit with one of these. No, no, nor do I want to. Don't even. No wheel, no name, no drawing out a hat. <laughs> yeah, you know he's thinking it. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> the cops now have the ones though that they shoot at you, and those little things go into you a oh, little the bit. Wires. And then it goes and shocks you like that. That's yeah. that's intense stuff. Like people mm. pee and poop on themselves yeah, and they get like hit that. with that. Yeah. I'd rather not. Okay, what's going on today with you, Amy? <laughs> I have therapy today. This is my main thing that's different. What about you? Uh, I'm going to the opera to shoot a little bit, have dinner with a couple friends tonight, which I'm excited about. Oh. Um, also, up on our Instagram, at uh, Bobby Bone Show, you can watch a cartoon version of the show. It's the best. Yeah. Like, our show as a cartoon is the best. Mm -hmm. So check that out. It's up there, at Bobby Bone Show. Go over and look at it and share it with your friends if you like it. <laughs> we'll have our guy do more if you do like it. All right, that's it. We got to go. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones is on.